0: Then put your little hand in mine, there ain't no
1: hill or mountain we can't climb,
0: Babe. Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day, one repetitive minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Sean. And I'm one of your other hosts, Dave. And welcome back. We are here for Minute Two of Groundhog Day. Dave, why don't you tell the good folks what happens in minute 2?
1: Sure, man. So, in minute 2 we have now is Phil is back at the desk and he is explaining that he's actually leaving right after this broadcast to go to Punketoni to see Phil the, the Groundhog and explain the shadow. And once the broadcast ends, you realize he has nothing but the stain <laughs> for everyone in the room. Even 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 the helpful weatherman stand in uh Kenny Ken just yeah. and and you see Chris Elliott also does not give a rat's ass about Phil and his attitude. <laughs> well, I, I I've,
0: I've I've an opinion on that, but Perfect. so so going back to early in this minute, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't okay. even I don't even think he waits till he gets off the air to to for the attitude to start coming out.
1: Oh. You're right. You're right. I know exactly all
0: right because yeah, 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 tell, me, tell So me. yeah, so and then we get so we get the uh the first of many titular lines uh in the film where Phil says tomorrow is groundhog day. Yeah, it's the name of the movie. Um so he says he's you know he's going to Punxsutawney for the the Groundhog Festival and then uh Nan, I guess I don't know We is that
1: – Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, you missed it before. You got it. Yeah, even before it, he actually says another sarcastic. I do not care, dig how he words it. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, but what he says, "Is it's punctuating our country's oldest groundhog festival, like like as if there's any others." Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's he doesn't say our oldest weather festival. He goes, "Our the country's oldest groundhog festival." Well, like like it's just how it's just highlighting how dumb it is, right? There. Yeah, yeah. Are there? I. I would
0: imagine like there's only, there's the Punxsutawney Phil, like it's the only one. Does he have to, <laughs> it's the, yeah. And the oldest, but then, so the, the, um the anchor woman says, oh, is this your, your third year in a row? Four, Nan. Four. And then it's yeah. like, so, so if, if like me, if you were wondering last minute, the, the, the quips that he was giving in place of actual weather, you know, is he, is he trying to be funny or is he just kind of, you know just a cynic just sarcastic SOB. That was that's a sarcastic SOB. Um and that's not a happy, that's not an exciting, yeah, four years. No, it's it's an unhappy four.
1: Yeah. And like the, you say, these are like the last moments. Like somebody who's watching like, Phil guy he, uh something about him. <laughs>
0: yeah, well it's so do we actually see the time? Is this the like the 5 o'clock news
1: or the 6? Uh, how he says it, uh, how he words it is... We know the 10 is later. He says, yeah. I'm not going to be 10 o'clock. So, th- yeah. So, I mean, the fact that it's still light out and we're in February could put it around 5 o'clock. Yeah. Since so like, I feel like five, by 5 o'clock in February, you have that decent amount of light that they had to get up to Pugsatoni. So I would say this is this is not dinner time, right?
0: Yet. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to gauge like what percentage of the audience is drunk at this point.
1: <laughs> okay, hell, I mean this could this could be like the mid if there is such a is, right there's midday news that we don't see because we're always oh, at yes, work, right? Exa- yes. Okay, we're we're, so.
0: we're hard at work every day.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I said, we don't have a TV, we don't have TV in the break room, so I'm just going to assume that there could be one earlier in the afternoon because I said it's it's light, it's light. When he, they get up there, so it could be well, it know. could be because
0: we and we we do we see them driving again in daylight, and it's about yeah, was it about eighty miles from Pittsburgh to Punsa, Punxsutawney, um, and I, I know I'm oh, getting yeah, ahead. Yeah. We'll, we'll we have a drive coming, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's probably it probably takes them about about two hours in in that van. Um, yeah, so the, yeah. yeah, I guess this this may even be like midday, but uh, yeah the the interfill. Is is coming out?
1: God, he look at that! Like, look, right there at the twenty nine minute mark, he's got that like he's got that like that that motion you make when like you gotta go to the bathroom, but you're waiting for like the class to go. <laughs> yeah, you got that. You like you're biting your lip. You're just like, come on, just end it, end it. I can get out of here.
0: Yeah, he's just like the the moment you know. There's the little on air light or the light on the camera. Like the the second that goes off, that I'm all clear. I'm hitting the road. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then so oh, yeah, then,
1: you, you go ahead. Yeah, go. No, no I just wanted to talk about that 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 line that Nan says to him, oh. like "Have fun, punks." So like, you, yeah, you know oh, yeah. she's throwing the shade right have, back at fun life. and
0: punks a tawny, right. Phil. Well, and she's kind of like she's the you know she's the 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 suck up in class who's gonna give you the the snarky comment as long as the teacher's around because. <laughs> She knows you can't do anything. She knows as long as the camera's on, he's oh, not yeah. going to do anything. You know, he's kind of tame. Oh, yeah. He's not going to go nuts on live TV. So she can kind of, she can kind of poke at him a little bit. Oh, poor Phil.
1: Yeah. And he goes, yeah, hair deal. He's, he's like, he. I, I can feel like he's had that pocketed. He's had that little insult pocketed for a while, just waiting for a good, a good time to Which, use yeah, it. Yeah, I, I
0: don't, yeah, it's 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 good and it's bad because it's one of those things that doesn't make a lot of sense to us, but it then it gives you a hint of an existing world. It kind of fleshes out the characters in a bit because it makes sense that they've been working together. He would have developed little snarky nicknames that he calls all his coworkers that we don't know about because we just showed up. Like he's been working with Hairdo for years. Yeah, with Nan. <laughs> So then uh yeah, so as soon as the camera's off, he's up, he's out of there, he's going. And uh he's gonna hand off the the 10 o'clock to Kenny. And Kenny's one of those guys that, you know, either he's whether it's sincere or not, we don't know. Maybe he's just he's you know the 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 weather intern of the weather understudy. So we so I I I wonder about Kenny, like, is he sincere? He's laughing at at Phil's jokes. He's like, oh big trees. Nice one, Phil. Like You know, do you think he's sincere or is he just sucking up as as the uh, the the second banana, like the weather intern?
1: I I don't know. I think he honestly I think it's a one way street, but I think he actually likes Phil. And and I don't want to say because they have more of a talk in the next in the next minute. Yeah, even more dialogue. So I don't want to say why, but I feel like actually like I feel like Kenny's actually kind of looking out for Phil's interest as like, you know, Though he just said like a big network's looking out for me, I think he's still trying to say like, "Hey, man, you, know, you could you could even do, you know, you could do," because when he says hairdo, um, you know, and then and then, and then Larry, played by Chris Elliott, throws back Home Shopping Network. Kenny has this like, "Ah, oh, geez, look, like guys, come on, let's be, let's work together." Like, I feel like that's like, he doesn't like the confrontation, so I think he actually is like, <laughs> just a just a, a good nature. Actually, that person. is that's an excellent point because that ties
0: into something that I'm gonna talk about tomorrow We see that we see the start here and it's I think a theme we see at least with Rita and maybe some other characters throughout the movie but I hadn't I hadn't connected it with Kenny until just now that there's something about there's a newness that we get t- you we get tired of stuff if you do this stuff every day like the the things you do for your job it's just it's It's your job, mm-hmm. it's not funny and and we're supposing, and i I think we're probably right we've got we we get pretty good insight into Phil's character that those things about oh in the northwest big trees, and the stuff he kind of the jokes he does instead of actually giving a weather report, it's because he's tired of it, like he just he does the weather every day multiple times a day yeah there's there's morning news, there's midday, there's evening, then there's the ten o'clock you know, he may be doing this weather report three or four times a day. The weather generally doesn't change that quickly. So he's saying the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. and he's tossing in these little jibes just to kind of amuse himself because he's bored of it. But for Kenny, he he's the new guy. He's the, the weather understudy who's there to fill in. But this is all new to him. So he thinks Oh this is great like oh the oh big trees that great one boss you really got him tonight you know he's really into it and and it's going to tie in when we see when we see Rita kind of come into the studio you know she looks like someone who she just acts like someone who hasn't spent a lot of time in in a in a television studio where I can imagine, like if if you're that person, if this is all new to you, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's the blue screen, there's monitors, there's cameras, like this is a cool thing, I would think, for a lot of people. But for Phil, it's just another day. It's you know, every day is this stuff and it's kind of lost its luster. He's lost the excitement of it. Whereas uh-huh. for someone like Kenny, it's still kind of new.
1: Yeah. And 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 that comes down to is that like the network that he, in his mind that is going to pick him up. We don't even know that's a fact. But, you know, what is that network that's going to, you know, because if he said, let's say, all right, he's let's say he's a, he actually is a good weatherman. Putting the snark aside, you know, if he gets picked up on a national level, let's say he gets, you know, world <laughs> news tonight. Do they do weather? He's not really doing, you know. Like, wait, is he going to be doing world news? Like, what's – yeah, exactly. Like, like, is he going to be doing weather for the world? Like, what's he – what is like – I mean,
0: maybe it may be like an Al Roker thing where it's – you know, it's like a Good Morning America or Today show. Like, it's a national show, a national morning show, and they have a weather guy. So maybe they need, okay. they need the weather yeah. guy. Is that –
1: well, I, th- I think yeah, Al Roker kind of does that, right? I think he does like a national level, then like they'll cut maybe back to then they like, cut to the yeah the local. But yeah, you're right. Like he, but I say like Al Roker is kind of a personality. He gets, gets to kind of like hang out with the people, which I don't think Phil would really want to do anyway. But anyway, because uh, Al, well, yeah, because
0: I think yeah, that seems to be the like the plight of the weather man, or maybe it's a perk, depending that you do a lot of non weather stuff, you do kind of. You do they they send you out to Punxsutawney and the Groundhog, whereas if you're you know I guess when he says network, I guess the implication would be then he'd be broadcasting, he'd either be in New York yeah or l a and then you know then the human interest story is oh, the you know Rockefeller Plaza or Malibu Beach or something like that, mm-hmm. where yeah, he's still got to go out and do these silly remote things, but then it's you know or the lighting of the the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Plaza like. It's it's a it's yeah. in his mind at least a better class of remote shoots yeah. that he's doing.
1: But but you and I could both tell that like any network that picked him up, it's a waste of money because in another few more years he would have the same attitude. Yeah, he, but he would have a few smiles. But once he knew everyone's tick and their traits, and all the little peeves that people have that just, you know, they're yeah. living life. He would he would pick up, like, I don't like how he wears his jacket. I don't like that she puts her napkin down. Like, any of those little peeves are going to get to him because he's just this miserable person. He's just carrying that attitude as baggage, expecting it to get better for him, but he's not putting any any good effort toward it.
0: Yeah, yeah, The the, the thing that's wrong with where Phil is at is is phil and i think you're right that yeah if if he was if he gets picked up by a network and he moves to la or new york or some bigger market that it's only a matter of time before he's he's just as unhappy you know and looking for something else and, and looking for the the next big thing although i will say i don't know what's so wrong about the home shopping network Oh, I mean, I guess like uh, I, I guess if you're if you're trying to do news, like it's not yeah. journalism, it's not real hard hitting news. I'm guessing though,
1: it probably pays better, you know, than than the local, you know, Pennsylvania Channel Nine. You know, that's kind of funny. Maybe I think Phil would probably be okay with that because he could kind of like turn his brain off, tell dumb jokes, and be annoyed and tired of, of stuff. Because I remember watching like Mike Rowe before he did Dirty Jobs and stuff. He had a job for a short time on a. Home Shopping Network, and there's a clue mm-hmm. of him kind of, like, like he couldn't handle it. He's, like, too nice of a guy to know that, like, I'm selling junk to people. Like he just couldn't, like, I remember he kind of had, a like, not say a breakdown, but he kind of had, like, a, oh, my God, like, like we're selling junk to people, like people with honest money, and we're, like, we're selling them, uh, he, he, like, he didn't know what he was describing, and it's kind of like, you're, like, oh, man, like, yeah, he's, like, a nice guy, he doesn't want to swindle people. So when he did dirty jobs, you're like, oh, good guy doing like a good show about like hardworking people, like perfect. Like that's a network that works perfectly for Micros <laughs> attitude.
0: Yeah. Well yeah, and that might work for for someone like Phil because he can he can throw in kind of like the the underhanded or the the snarky comments under his breath.
1: Especially, especially, I don't know. If Hope Shopping Network actually had some kind of commission that if you sold X amount of items uh, a, a certain amount within a certain day, you get a bump. You know, Phil will be all about like hitting that commission work. He'd be yeah. he'd be, like singing and dancing, and he would just like and he'd be okay with like just swindling people, conning them, saying how great this jewelry is, and then just like looking at the bank account. I you're, I think I think Home Shopping Network would be good for him. He could be a spineless prick to people, and he'd be like, <laughs> if "You can move products. We don't care how pos you are."
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I do, I just want to, I want to circle back one other thing about Kenny, like this has been, and one of the great things about movies by minutes doing the podcast, but even just listening the way it's changed, the way I, I look at movies and even a movie that I've seen lots of time and I've been studying and preparing that, that just during the conversation, things start popping into my head that I didn't even realize. Mm -hmm. And years ago I had some coworkers And they they were telling me, oh, you look like some guy from Sex and the City. And I had no idea what they're talking about. I never watched Sex and the City. Maybe I caught like 15 seconds of it one time flipping through. I mean, I know what Sex and the City is. It was a pretty popular show. Like I recognize the name, but I never watched it. And I had some coworkers a few years ago that were like, oh, you look like some guy from Sex and the City – and but they didn't remember like the character's name or the actor's name, and I tried to look it up in i m d b and I couldn't figure out I had no idea what they were talking about, and that kind of just went out of my head. I didn't think about it and then flash forward five, six, seven years later, I'm doing this podcast. I got minute two up. <laughs> I'm looking at at Kenny, and I'm wondering it kind of looks like me <laughs> I'm, well i'm just I'm just trying to think of like yeah. like who who could they have been talking about? Like they weren't talking about you know Samantha or Carrie or like any of those. Like uh, I don't look like any of them. I don't know. They might have been talking about Kenny. <laughs> I mean, I wear glasses. I don't. I don't wear a like a sweater vest the way he does. I wonder oh. if they were. I wonder if people think I look like Kenny.
1: Oh man! All right. So you know, I was going. I was going <laughs> to save this conversation for tomorrow. Uh-oh. But but no, this actor yeah. Willie Garson. Hey. Clearly, these women who are talking to you about Sex and the City, he—I look, yeah, you're right. He has a big role in Sex and the City. I don't know him from Sex and the City. I knew him as Mozzie from White Collar. So Mozzie from White Collar is this really sharp, good con man. Like oh. he He's essentially White Collar uh, uh, to anyone who never watched it. I uh, was on USA Network. It was like the same time, like White Collar and Burners, like two of my favorite shows in like the the, the mid 2000s. You know, like one was yeah,
0: yeah.
1: an ex-spy who's doing jobs, and one's an ex-thief who's essentially it's kinda of like catch me if you can. He's like, now he's doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well well, Mozzie was like the lone gunman in white collar. Like, oh, like okay. Mozzie, like yeah, he was like kind of off the radar, like you didn't know a lot about him and stuff. It's slow you learn, yeah, but he's a friendly guy. And yeah, he would and what he did was he called the FBI guy suit. Uh, oh, see the suits here and stuff. And he didn't want to like so, he, yeah, he, he, but he was like, a, yeah, he was a, uh, a grifter con man too. And he always dressed really nice. So, if they're going to say you look like anyone, I don't know about Sex and City, but damn if it's a, not a compliment if you're Mozzie. All right. He's got a good taste of wine, art, and knows how to move it. That's, oh, there you go. That's me. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. Do it, take
0: Mozzie <laughs> from White Collar. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, on that, on that Mozzie note, uh I think that's that's all the notes I had. Yeah, no, I'm good. Dave, you got anything else for for minute 2? No, I'm excited. Let's let's meet back tomorrow. All right. Well, b- before then, I'm going to if you're still kind of new to this, if you, if you don't know who I am, uh my name is Sean. You can find me here at, at Groundhog Minute of course. I also do I have a weekly podcast called 5 Minutes of Mime and you can find that over at at 5minutesofmime.com. And and Dave, why don't you tell the folks about about your show?
1: Oh yeah, no. Um, I do a I do a show where I talk with guests and we talk about mystery. Men. It's called Five Minutes of Mystery. I break the movie down in five minute chunks, and we talk all about Ben Stiller. We talk about superheroes that were, you know, how it was talked about in the '90s and how it is now with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Infinity War right now. It's right around the corner. I'm sure we'll see another trailer any day now, uh, advertising that. So it's kind of fun to watch a superhero film. You got an ensemble. And it's way bef- it was way before superheroes are popular. It's really fun yeah. to look at.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I suggest I suggest folks check that out. That's uh, it's five minutes of mystery talking about the mystery men, and then there's there's no mystery where we'll be tomorrow. If, if there is one, we'll be right back here at Groundhog Minute.